he didn't let it bother him. The lamb stew she was making would taste even better after a brisk walk. His job as a cobbler required long hours sitting bent over a last. But as it was midweek market day, he had taken off earlier than usual. He enjoyed stretching his legs as he roamed the windswept plain, sandwiched between the majestic Salisbury crags to the west and Arthur's seat to the east. The rain of the past few days had thinned to a light mist, and visibility was limited. But Christopher enjoyed this kind of weather. No use trying to explain that to Bettina, who would just roll her eyes and say he was daft. He was humming a little song to himself when he saw a dark shape on the ground to his right. Taking a few steps toward it, he peered through the mist to make out what it was. His first thought was that it was a crumpled heap of clothes lying in the damp soil. Just as he was wondering who would leave a bundle of rags in the middle of Holyrood Park, he got close enough for a proper look. He had been right about the clothes, but what was in the clothes made his limbs go cold. The body of a young man lay sprawled upon the rocky ground. Mary Mother of God, he muttered, wiping his damp forehead, sweating in spite of the chill air. He looked up. The body lay beneath the summit of Arthur's seat, the craggy ledge directly overhead. He had heard of people casting themselves to their death from its rocky heights, but had never given the stories much thought. The poor fellow was obviously dead. That much was clear from the vacant staring eyes and unnatural stillness of the body. There were bruises and scratches on his face, and the odd angle of the limbs made Christopher's head go woozy. It was as if the fellow had been tossed like a rag doll from the rocks above, arms and legs all higgledy-piggledy, as his wife would say. Christopher's legs took off at a run, before he was aware of having willed their flight. High above, a pair of pale eyes gazed down upon the scene, and a smile came to the face of the one who watched, as Christopher hurried back in the direction from which he had come. Chapter One A young man with unruly black hair stood upon the summit of Calton Hill in the wee hours of a Thursday in early February. He peered up at Arthur's seat, looming moodily over the city of Edinburgh, as a thin dawn pushed through the wintry sky. From his perch, Detective Inspector Hamilton was contemplating whether the young man who had plunged to his death the day before had taken his own life, or whether he had been pushed. Stephen Witcherley's body had been found less than twenty-four hours ago, and already the newsboys were crying the story from every corner of the town. Ian Carmichael Hamilton was long and lean, solid as a caber, the wooden pole tossed by beefy Scots at the Highland Games he had attended as a boy. Having joined the Edinburgh City Police barely out of his teens, he had risen through the ranks. Now, at the age of twenty-seven, he was the youngest member to earn the rank of Detective Inspector. It had never been his intention to follow his father into the police force. As a boy, he was forever scribbling stories, intent on becoming a great writer, the next Sir Walter Scott, according to his Aunt Lillian, though he preferred Shakespeare and Poe. 
His dreams of literary immortality died in the same fire that took his parents, his home, and his childhood. He turned instead to the study of crime. Though he still secretly wrote poems, he shared with no one. Firmly convinced the fire was set deliberately, Ian transferred his fierce ambition to pursuing criminals. His determination so dogged that some on the force found it extreme. Now he saw an opportunity to prove himself worthy of his new rank. He didn't just suspect Witchley's death to be murder; he willed it so. As a writer, Ian believed he had a keen eye for the truth, the ability to see through the masks people wore. He believed writers and policemen shared the knack of seeing the darker side of their fellow man. It was not always a gift he knew, and once you had it, you could not turn.